Get the latest Cave Crush and inside the cave gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Inside the Cave. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com, cavecrushshop.com. Fully loaded today, fresh off a week last week where the outsiders of Inside the Cave took over and did a hell of a show. Got some feedback, even got more feedback that I didn't even get a chance to put in there. But a great show from the guys last week and Kat. Uh, we couldn't make it in, at least I couldn't make it in. I only could speak for myself, but uh, great show. Numbers is the same as normal, so hey, I'm not complaining. Long as the numbers look good, I don't care who runs the show. But great job by Sly and Roland. For those that's listening, I am CB at I'm the Real CB. Follow me there on social media, Black Bill O'Reilly on Instagram as well. And uh, we got a fully loaded show today. Uh, from last year, we had. Uh, Crystal Stone, now for those who don't remember, Crystal Stone, uh, she won ESPN's first take. She won that thing, uh, they had a first take, hot take, some shit like that. She came on, dropped the video, and uh, she won. She got the chance to battle Stephen A and Max and Molly, and uh, did a hell of a job, and probably the only one that's relevant from that contest. So Crystal Stone is coming back on this year. Now last year, me and her got into a little duo or uh, I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but we got into it about the WNBA. No no gotcha questions today. We're just going to get right into it, talk some sports, give you guys a uh, Super Bowl preview, even though Sly and uh, Roland did that last week. We'll get, we'll get the professional win this week. And uh, you also can listen to Crystal Stone's podcast, too, on iTunes. Uh, the Stone Truth, Stone Cold Truth or something like that. I'll let her tell you, but uh, check it out. Uh, let's get the show started. Joe Dirt will be in later on, but with us today is Cousin Lamar is back. Yo, what's going on? What's up, everybody? It's been a long time. Yes, sir. How you been, cuz? Uh, it's been good, man. Just been busy. Busy working. Hey, we're authentic on this show. When I say I'm happy to see this guy, I really mean it, because I haven't heard, I haven't seen him. I haven't <laughs> seen him. This is authentic as hell. So Cousin Lamar is back, is back, man. We're glad to see him back. Also with us today, Sly. Ladies, tell the truth. Sly is here. What's up, Sly? Yo, what's up? What's up? Inside the K Podcast group is going down. We had a good week. I will say we miss you, CB, but I would be lying, and I don't want to get off my point. Like that. You know, uh, I mean, it was like a, a gift and a curse, man, but I'm glad to have you back. And good looking out for um, letting um, Roland take over, man. And, and Kat showed up when you wasn't when you wasn't there. How convenient was that? And now you here and no Cat. Ain't that some shit? Hopefully Cat shows up. If not, we'll uh, handle it, though. Uh, we got an announcement to make, too, uh, uh, Sly, uh, about, about the uh, group in a little bit. Oh, Joe Dirt is in the building. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt is here. Trust me, people. He is here. And from the Cleaves Report podcast, uh, you can listen to it on iTunes and uh, Google Play Store. And coming soon, I think, to other places, the Cleaves Report, the last week's host, Roland. This is where you're supposed to drop my, my, my background music. What's going on inside the cave? I wish I was in the driver's seat again this week, but we had to get a wheel back to the master, the yeah, one and only. 
You act like you don't have your own show. Right. <laughs> no, but it's like, it, it was like when dad gave you the keys to the car. You know what I mean? I was driving my beater, but uh, you gave me the keys to the Cadillac and I drove it around the block. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Joe. We got you. We got you. I just right. want to start rolling off. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Dirt is here. Hey, all right. Now, look, next week's episode, for everybody that's listening, this will be give you more of an incentive to uh, to join our Facebook group. It's going to be exclusively in our Facebook group, not uh, on the Facebook page or anywhere else. We're going to do it exclusively for the Facebook group. We're going to do Cat's Corner and slides tell the truth exclusively in our facebook group all right we're gonna do those two segments so you get to see inside the cave live while we record it'll be next wednesday night we're gonna pull back the curtain so you guys can check that out uh rolling or i should say not gonna say rolling three leaf films will be producing that so uh guys check that out man we're gonna be doing our thing uh you can see how inside the cave is done and then we'll uh, have our regular show, of course, up on Friday night. Got a lot, to sh- lot to talk about today before Crystal Stone gets in. So let's get it started. We're going straight to uh, listeners' feedback with Cousin Lamar. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Want to change the direction of the show? Talk your sh- Tell us how you really feel. I might just say how I feel. Listeners feedback with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. Alright, Cuz. Welcome back. Alright. Alright, so rolling right into it. Uh, so first up, we got Troy. Uh, Troy writes in, he says, where do Inside the Cave find these porn stars? Never heard of Anya Ivy until the interview. But now, now I think I know her. Roland seems comfortable behind the wheel, CB. He even edits better than you. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it Roland a lot of credit, man, but I know Troy just giving a cheap little dig. But uh, they did a great job. I ain't got nothing to say about that. They did a great job. Great job, great job. All right, what else you got, cuz? All right, cool. Next up, we got Lance. Lance writes in, he says, a slot from one trucker to another. There is nothing better on a long day driving than to see someone flash their tits at you. I've even got some action in St. Louis off the road. Laughing my fucking ass off that big dog talking about parking lot lizards. Yo, yo, that's funny. Yo, ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like getting in the truck, uh, being in the truck and getting a girl to flash you, man. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Hey, now, uh, actually, Lance is actually in our Facebook group, too. So uh, check for Lance. Shout out to Lance for actually being in the Facebook group. All right, uh, what else, what else we got, Cuz? All right, next up we got Charles. Uh, Charles writes in saying BF. I'm probably gonna pronounce this wrong. In Kruma interview. Yeah. Uh, all right, said that interview was on point, and we need more real leaders like him in the community. He took a chance on himself after jail, and is now a better man for it. Obama did nothing for black people to even compare him to Levar Ball who was putting his kids in position to be their own boss and not be a part of a system. Where, where's Obama, uh, where Obama is the system? All right, I, I sworn at the beginning of the year that I'm not gonna uh, respond negatively to these people who, these Obama haters. Uh, feel free to listen to the Cleese Report podcast where that kind of stuff is uh, expected. 
But uh, thanks for listening. I'm assuming he's a new guy. I've seen it on YouTube or something that he's listening. But uh, all right. What else we got, cuz? All right. Next up, we got Cheryl. Cheryl wait, writes wait, wait, in. Wait, 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 cuz. I do, I yep. do got to say one thing. I got to I, I do find it funny. And this is not up for debate, though. I do find it funny that Roland did defend Martin Luther King and his Kill Yourself and Start Over last week, whereas he has no love for Obama. And that is kind of funny to me. So for everybody who feels like Roland, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> Pretend Obama got assassinated. Then maybe you guys will have some love for him. Because it seems like that's the only way people love you if you're dead. Dead or in jail? Be of a all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got Cheryl. Cheryl writes in saying, Cat, uh, I'm sure I'm not your only fan. And once again, I agree with everyone on this letter, especially Sly, saying the man has a permanent birth control by getting a vasectomy. These men just want their cake and want to eat it too. No one asked him to get snipped. Hey, hey, Cheryl, thank you very much. I've been telling these guys I'm the smartest one on this show. Whoa. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Keep it coming, like you're Cheryl. coming for your title, Joe. You're coming for your title. Hold on. Uh, I, I do want to say this, though. I, well, I'll say it for kill yourself and start over. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cuz. All right. So then, uh, let's see. We got LaShawn. LaShawn writes in and says, Cat, Roland, and Sly gave the correct answer to the letter. Why would someone in his 50s expect a woman in her 30s to not be on birth control? Just because his good days are behind him doesn't mean she can't control her own future. He was married, has children, an ex-wife, and he wants to put her life on hold. Uh, Joe Dirt, I wish you were there, man. Those guys really disappointed me, but I'll save it for Kill Yourself and Start Over. Man, I swear. <laughs> I ain't that a, a bitch. Joe, did you hear that last week? Did you hear what these guys did last week to that cat's corner? I mean, man, that's like going, you just going out and buying like a lifetime supply of condoms, but you ain't got nobody to fuck yet. You don't know who you gonna fuck. You just, yeah, just went out and got a vasectomy. You know what I'm saying? Without talking about the shit. Like, it don't matter who you run into. He he ready to fuck. He down to fuck. Shit, that that's what should. it was. <laughs> I mean, you guys, I mean, uh, I'm trying to say hey, did they botch your CB? Oh my god, you gotta hear that. Man. Uh, I mean, not even. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed. That was the only time I was disappointed last week, you know, you guys. <laughs> I expect that kind of crap from Cat, but not you guys. I mean, we're, all, we're always on the men's side over here, right? That's the way I look at it. But you know, me and Joe weren't there, so you know, somebody, somebody, somebody gotta save these hoes. All right. What else we got, cuz? All right. Last up, we got a we, we got a new listener. Uh, listener is Belinda. Uh, she writes in saying, "Why is a married man giving cheating tips? And who was dumb enough to fall for any of that? Why is it hard for men to understand a woman having cash without it being her selling herself? There are plenty of ways for people to ex expect or accept money for sex." that doesn't have to be a cash transaction. I believe her story and men, men need to check their own insecurities before bringing it home. Okay. All right, she's taking a cheap shot at me while I'm giving cheating tips, but uh, I got some more cheating tips today at uh, Around the Cave, so I'm gonna keep <laughs> What's she talking about the woman with the money? That's from the uh, Cat's Corner? Yeah. Yeah. 
The one that was selling ass and she walking around with all that money talking about she was getting it from the church or something. Right, right. From work. Yeah. She's at from work. work. Yeah. Say at work. Hey, let's give a shout out to everybody who listened to Inside the Cave on YouTube. That's uh it's not that big of numbers, but uh we're getting that's actually kind of that's actually kind of cool. So however you however you found us, somebody actually sent a message about are we tagging our uh, podcast right? Because we should have more v- uh, views and listens than this. But uh, it's pretty sweet. However you found us, thanks for listening. Uh, everybody listening to us on YouTube. That's pretty cool. All right. You guys got anything else on this feedback? Or we can move on. Dog, you there? I see Big Dog there. That's my Big Dog. Yeah, what up, man? Big Dog in the building. All right. Hey, hey, just, for let, just to let y'all know, next week, since we're going to be on Facebook Live, I will be doing the show with no shirt on. Oh, that a boy, Joe. Joe, he ain't say nothing about you. He said cat and sly. He said shit. I will be doing a show with no shirt on. <laughs> you keep your bird in the cage, cuz. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, hey, before we get to, hey, before we get to kill yourself and start over, uh, I'm a since I am the smartest person on this show. And I do have the highest IQ. I do have highest. I do have the highest IQ. I think someone. I think I got tested at 194 or something like that. But I, I dare you guys to. Uh, I dare you guys to beat my IQ. I got a little thing I want to. Uh, them glasses give you about 30 points in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drop a little nugget on you guys. I like to call this. Uh, remember, remember when we used to grow up? We used to watch uh, Saturday morning cartoons on NBC. They used to drop that thing called "The More You Know." Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here's here's something for you guys. I want you guys to take this with you uh, for the rest of the week. This is the more you know. Did you guys know that in China? Think about this. Chinese food is called food. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Just think about that, guys. All right. Man, I'm I'm my damn time. Kill yourself and start over. The first segment. See something effed up? The A Block. Talk your shit. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Yeah, you kill yourself and start over. <laughs> you gotta think about that, Joe. That ain't serious. Think about that. All right. What you got, Joe Dirt? All right. I got, um, what's his name? Larry Nasir. Nasir. Nazer. Whatever the hell his name is. Dude, oh, that yeah. you got sent you. Yeah. Uh, uh, molesting them girls on the Olympic team. Yeah. You got 40 to 175 years. Mm. Well, you can kill yourself and start over every day for the rest of your life. And every time you come back, you kill them. Man. I hope you prepared for what's going to happen to you in jail, boy. Ooh. Kids. Well, you're on the booty warrior and a tall salad man going to get acquainted. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. You ain't lying about that. They going to fuck him up, down, sideways, horizontal, everywhere. Damn. You got it coming, homie. Yeah, you're right. Big dog, what you got? I don't have nothing this week. All right. Cousin Lamar. Man, I can't even do it. I ain't, I ain't got nobody this week. It's been it's been a pretty good week. Uh, I can't always, even do it. always uh, add Donald Trump in there. Don't worry. I got like three of them. Uh, <laughs> what you got, Sly? Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take mine till I goofed last week, so I'm gonna give my myself a, a a reset and start over. I missed um on the Vikings. 
the Vikings, um, they need uh, a reset and start over. Like, score some points, man. Like, 38 points. Like, score some damn points, man. Y'all, yeah, they were shell shocked last week. So, hey. They walking around. They walking around with no brakes now. They got the brakes beat up. Well, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, and then, then they go home and, and they see them putting up the decorations for the Super right. Bowl. Ooh. Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> Like Damn, you got you having a party at your house and you ain't invited. Right. <laughs> invited man. They, they, told your end zone, they was talking about like if, if the end zone, if the if the Vikings win, like they was gonna keep the end zone uh like par- partially like Vikings or Minnesota or something some something oh, yeah. they wasn't gonna do. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. Yeah. I ain't gotta worry about that now. But they had to go back to the stadium to, to clean out their lockers. <laughs> like clean that shit out so uh, the Philly can put their shit in there. Dang. That's whoo. Uh, we got more about the Super Bowl coming up with Crystal Stone. All right, uh, cousin got a uh, roller. Uh, hey, hold up, I got yeah. some. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all probably heard about this. Uh, all right, so check it. There was his lawyer in. Uh, uh, St. St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, old guy, set, he's in his 70s, and uh, he valeted his uh, Ferrari, right? So, he comes out to get his Ferrari, and his key's gone. Key's gone, car gone, everything gone. Mm. So, <laughs> the Marriott International in St. Petersburg just gave his car away to somebody else. It, it, it was a $300,000 mix-up. And they not naming names for whoever the, the valet attendant was, but whoever that dude is, he need to kill himself and start over. That's the cool. <laughs> Don't give away a damn Ferrari, damn hey. clown. Nah, I ain't hear about that. <laughs> hey, CB, though, we, we got a story like that. Somebody that we know that car got given away to the wrong person, though. <laughs> we know somebody like that. Well, I'm trying to think. Who got a truck? As a family member? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Slow down, Joe, slow down, Joe. We can't talk about everything. I ain't gonna tell that story, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, look, hey, look, uh, Roland, are you gonna stir up some shit or can I, or should I go? I, no, 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 I, no, I don't, really. I might, I don't know, no, but- We uh, always do. My, fir- my first kill yourself and start over is to everyone who's not following the Cleese Report on IG. And if you don't have your post notifications turned on, kill yourself and start over. Cause y'all all would have a kill yourself and start over if you was following the page. That's number one. All right. Now, now my real kill yourself and start over goes to. Oh wait, can I uh, say something? Can I can I say something to that? I, I watched your live. You went live one day, and uh, shout out to all the inside the cave listeners. Somebody said give 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 somebody a kill yourself and start over on your live. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cause over. Lamar came on. I was shocked. No, that I wasn't Lamar. That was somebody else. No, nah, it was somebody else that listened. Yeah, I heard. I oh, saw that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I was. That was you that jumped on. Huh? I yeah, saw. no, no. I had yeah, I, I, I had jumped on, but while I was on there, I guess it was some dude talking crap about I forget what it was. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, some, somebody a gave a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that is right. They was like, give him a kill yourself and start right. over on next right. week's show. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, that was what's up. Glad you brought that up. I totally forgot. Yeah, shout out to all the but, uh, cave listeners. All right, what else yeah, you got, bro? That's what's up. But um, yeah, uh, New York undercover fame. Oh shit, Malik Yoba. <laughs> yeah, it's a kill yourself and start over. He done did now. Oh, he man. he didn't follow the likes of Tay Diggs 
and decided to play in this uh, Broadway play <laughs> as a transsexual. Oh, so he on he on Instagram. Oh shit! Talking, you know how they put their they tongue in the roof of their mouth and talk out their nose. And he was doing that old talking like a a, a woman man thing, and he got lipstick and eyeliner on and a full oh, goatee. So Malik Yoba, you get my kill yourself and start over. Man, I you? concur. I concur on that. Now my second one. They learn anything from Denzel. They ain't got to play them parts. <laughs> no, ask Kevin Lamar. Don't they got to play them parts, dog? You better do it if you want to work. That's right. Yeah, they ain't got to play it. them parts. <laughs> the actor back in the day. Oh, no, they still doing it to him. You got oh, to you got man, to do that man. dress. You got, yep. to, you got to get shot in the ass. You got to do something. What else you got, bro? But um, my next one is... Listen, with all due respect to the guys on the show and, the, and all the listening audience, if you a black man and you like white women, hey man, do you. But my other kill yourself and start over is the Bar- Bar- Baron Davis. This mofo got a damn, he got, uh, uh, what they call that thing? A fossil. He got him a white woman fossil. I'm like, oh Lord, he's getting there 50. So, I'm like, I thought when you got with a white girl, she was supposed to be fine. Like, what happened? Damn. Damn, bro. Like, can some, hey, can somebody write in next week and listen, what is the, what's the get with a white girl code? I know when you broke, it's normally a fat woman that can cook <laughs> and, and got like a good tax return coming in. But when, when but when you rich, I thought the code was she's supposed to be fun. What happened? <laughs> somebody help me. Can somebody I jump in? I, I don't know. He, uh, yeah, maybe he just want a trophy for. Uh, I don't. I can't. Trophy. Yeah, I can't trophy. I can't call him this one. Yeah, he just. What is trophy? Ain't no damn trophy. Hey. <laughs> You know how they give you a, um, a participation a trophy? Burger. You don't win first place. You just get a participation trophy. You don't, oh, you don't I see her. Yeah, she kind of old, huh? Yeah, she is a little old. I ain't see that. <laughs> Damn. Damn, bro. Bro, come here starting up some shit, boy. Making mine look like, I don't even you know if I want to even give mine up. Uh, <laughs> oh, this old girl. Oh, that's old girl. She was in Jurassic Park. Yeah. She looked like Jurassic Park. Probably <laughs> <laughs> got some bread. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You know, she looked like she'd never been fine. Like, bro, she don't look like she, at no point in her career was she fine. I'm just sorry. Like, well, how they even meet? How you eat, how you meet an old white woman? Like, help me out. Nah, well. He was parking lot like pimping in Paramount, in Paramount parking lot. What'd you say, in Paramount parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you ever heard of actress Diane Ladd? Lane? Ladd, L-A-D-D. No, I ain't down. She's pretty famous. Uh, that's her daughter, Lord Dern. Well, yeah, I had to see a picture of her. Well, bro, there's no way I'm following that. I have four of them. <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm listen, got a point listen. there, though. Listen, that's like I said, just for the money. I'm gonna get some hate mail. I know my, I, I know the women is gonna start beating me up about uh, body shaming and uh, is there such thing as ugly shaming? 
Hey, somebody need to claim it. There's some ugly people out there, and they know they ugly. They need to claim that shit. Also, so, listen, let me clarify my point, though. Real talk. Real talk. She ugly. I, I just need to know. <laughs> I just need to know. She like black dude. Because I, I don't, I, I, even when I was dating, like, I might have, like, slipped it, but I never was ever really seen with a white chick. That's not my thing. So I'm just like, nah. what's the code? Do she got to be fine? Do she got to have paper? Like, what, what's what's the code? Just well, we do know she got, she has to know how to talk. White women. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I can't do this. Wait, wait, wait. We got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop. I, I forgot. We got a guest coming on. We cannot do this. Hey, we gotta stop. I'm stop. I, 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 I gotta, I gotta pull an example. <laughs> hey, Hold on, hey. this is coming from the no. man who gives cheating advice. I'm still gonna give a cheating advice, but we can't do it. Why you cut smile? No, we can't. We can't do. No, we can't do it. I, I'm gonna edit this whole thing. We can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. Not, 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 not for this show. Not for this show. Not for this show. Not for this show. Hey, you can cut. Hey, listen. You can cut me. You can cut me at um my first. After I say my first thing. No, 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 I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it in. I'm just gonna leave what I said that or what you on your reply about what she can't do. We we can't we can't we can't have that on here. So why we can't, man, you got it. No, nah, we're not we not gonna do that. Not on this show. If you with a white girl, you better make sure she can suck some dick. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Wanna hear a hot take? It's time to go around the cage. Thanks a lot, Roland. Thanks a lot. Let's get into this. Around the cave. <laughs> Around the cave, guys. All right, what you got, Joe? Uh, I ain't got nothing, man. Roland. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Never mind. Wait, wait, wait. Big dog. Big dog. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good, bro. Cousin Lamar. Oh man, I'm good. I'm good this week. I ain't getting Slide. I got something. I'm going back to the gym. I'm going back to the gym thing. Y'all ever been in the gym and you go into the locker room and you're trying to put something in your locker and in, in any locker and you open the locker, open the locker up, and this somebody's shit is fully up in there yeah. with no locker on the joint. Yeah. I hate that shit. I fucking hate it. I'm like, you done bought a gym membership. You out there working out for an hour, two hours. Ain't no fucking lock on your shit. You done left your shoes, your whole damn wardrobe in the locker. And because you done tucked it away in the corner locker, in the back of the locker room, ain't nobody supposed to. Up until like last year, I would take that shit out and sit it on the bench and put my shit in the locker and put a lock on it. Well, in my twenties, I used to just steal. But well, that's a story for another day. I, just, I would, I would sit the shit out on the bench or the counter. Like, yeah, I don't like that shit, man. I, I like, what the fuck did you, you bought? You paying $20, $30, $40 for a membership, but you can't buy a $3 fucking lock. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you, brother, on that. But back in the I day, we- got a legit around the cave, by the way. All right, what you got, Rope? Okay, social media. The meaning of social media means it is the collective of online communication channels dedicated to community-based input, interaction, content sharing, and collaboration. Let's focus on the word collaboration. When you're on social media, I believe that the idea is to meet new people from around the world to collaborate on similar projects with like-minded people. I've been doing that. I've met people all across this globe. 
And I would say that social media, even for an old head such as myself, is the new water cooler, is the new playground, is the new pickup bar. It is a way to meet people and extend your, your, your relationship offline that you can do some good work. As I sit here today, I am a byproduct of that on Inside the Cave, by the way. I've never met none of these men in person and they are people that I would consider friends. So utilize social media well, people, collaborate, interact, and of course, share your content. And that is my round the cave. All right. Oh, shucks. I feel the same way about you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. After all that mushy stuff from Roland, it's time to get down to the stuff all you men have been waiting for. This is more cheating tips from CB. Now, like I said, unlike the hair club for men, I am just the president. I am not a client. I do not recommend anyone to cheat on their woman. The best thing to do is to have a good relationship. But for the men out there that have a hard time staying in a relationship with a woman and just being monogamous, this is where I come in just to help. Now, like I said before, two episodes ago, you have to have a stupid woman. All right, these, these tips are not going to work if you have a smart woman like myself. Like I would never try none of this stuff, but I didn't marry dumb. There's a lot of people that did marry dumb and you know who you are. Some of you listen to the show and I, hey, sometimes I envy you because I'm like, wow, your wife is that dumb. I never say it, I just think it in my head like, wow, you got a dumbass wife, wow. I love to pull some of this stuff in. So this is for all the men out here that has dumb women and you trying to cheat. You gotta stop cheating wrong, all right? So, Joe Dirt, you might remember this story. I remember a guy and let's just say, he might be a co-host of Inside the Cave. All right, I'm not saying he is, I'm saying he might be. Back in the day, he was married and he went to a concert with me. Uh, let's just say it was a Joel Santana concert that uh, me and my buddy was putting on. And uh, we got home around four or five o'clock in the morning, give or take a few hours, and his wife was pissed. And I never seen this before because the guy was only 22, 23 years old and his wife made him drop his drawers and began to smell his dick and balls. And I was like, wow, you went through all that? So, this is for all the men that have bloodhound wives that like to sniff their balls and their dick when they uh, come home from wherever they say they were going to. Now, you wanna go, you wanna go off and uh, hang out with your dip, this is what you do. You say you're going to the gym, uh, preferably exports, and you're saying you're going to play basketball. Drop your car off in front of exports, preferably, because you can't get into the gym unless you got a membership. And if, even if she does have a membership to get in there, you can always say you're in the locker room or you can say you're in a sauna, the steam room, whatever like that. It's kind of hard to catch up with you in uh, exports, but drop, drop your car off, Dip off with your dip off with your dip. Alright. You can have sex. Then you can take a shower and come home. Why, you ask? Because no woman wants to smell a man's balls after full court basketball. That is the worst smell ever. So that is your excuse. Why your balls smell so clean if you 
were just coming from playing basketball. I had to take a shower. You don't want me coming home smelling like that. Cheating tips with CB. I'm here all week, guys. Anything you need, just let me know. Yeah, I forgot hey. about that. I, he was with us that night. Hey, well, I don't know who you're talking about, Joe. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can't know that. No name, no blame. Hey, hey, CB. CB, Joe. Hey, they, they, um, they, you know, speaking of the whole shower thing, so while you outside, if, if you don't make it to an export or you're not in an export, belong to an export, they make these things and they actually made for the guy. They're called dude wipes, right? And it's like, a, it's called, a, it's, a, it's a quick shower. It's a quick shower, you know, like, it's, it's like, it's like wet shower wipes. in the bag. And a, and a piece of, you know, just look how thin it is. You got the regular antibacterial type of wipes, or like the baby wipes pack, but then you got a packet of these these dude wipes. <laughs> and I found these like, made those up. You, huh? like sometimes um, when I when I do a lot of runs, uh, they will have these outdoor you like shower your balls with a baby wipe. <laughs> Hey, what hey, the fuck are this, you? Pause, this, hold on, pause. Hey, 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 no, unpause, unpause, unpause. When you, when you, when you huh? use these, when, even when like, they soapy and it, hey, it's like Dove, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's like Dove soap. You, you get you enough that. of these. Hey, plug. We, need, we might need to get them as a sponsor. <laughs> you, know like you, get of, you get enough of these, you'll spray, you don't spray some Febreze on your neck. And I do it come with, a, with, with another one that was just like water on it, or you walk around with soapy balls all the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, this is funny. Listen, I'm not even against knowing about buying or even using dude wipes, but I damn sure ain't telling nobody. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, look. Hey, look. Let me tell y'all something. You ever go out on a date with, with your girl or for the single people that's listening, and then you look in her back seat and that little slot behind the back seat and she got a bunch of wipes back there? Uh-huh. I'm telling you, man, look. You need to get you some of these, put these in the back seat of your car for them parking lot and moments. And if you date you know the, them abroad that got a bunch of ba- used baby wipes in the back of her car, you need to not be dating her. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> hey, 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 please, every chick got a whole bag in the trunk. I'm telling you. Oh, <laughs> oh bro. She got a whole you. gold bag in the trunk, every one of them. Crystal Stone don't know what she walking into when she come up. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, the crew is definitely on one tonight. Yeah, we definitely on one. All right. Okay. Hey, if you guys liked all this stuff, uh, let's get into this slide. Ladies, let's talk about it. Tell the truth. Hey, ladies, it's time for To Tell the Truth. Ladies, let's talk about it with Sly on Inside the Cave. What we got today, Sly? Today we got... Inside the Cave, Inside the Cave podcast group. The question for the lady, I got two questions. I wanna go with the fellas. I got a question, I got a question for the ladies also. To tell the truth, ladies, your man works out, your man works hard daily and he goes to sleep every night as soon as he comes in without, without having sex with you. Is this going to be a problem for you on a weekly basis? That's the first question. Wait, 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 wait. So he's working every day. He work, works every day. Comes works. home. Goes to sleep. Does not sex his girl or his wife. Mm. Is that a problem for the ladies? 
The question, for, the question for the fellas. All right, your your lady, your girl, wife, significant other wants to see you fuck another woman. Mm. You, you have two options: do as your woman says, or B, feel like it's a setup and you bow out. Which one do you choose? Tell it's, the truth. Set, it's definitely a setup. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a setup. She comes to you with this. You're not asking. She comes to you with this. Uh huh. Yeah, she gonna come to you until you get your ass out too. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm not answering that question. You answer that question. What I would do? Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna see if I'm gonna get in trouble because I'm gonna do. That's what I would tell my woman. I'm like, look here. You gotta do it. Question yourself. If you bring a woman here and you tell me to fuck her, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of her. You... Yeah, well, you, 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 usually they have one already in mind. That's usually how that goes. They usually already have somebody in mind they want to introduce. They just want to see if you're down with it. That's how that go. And hey, it, hey, it, hey, if your lady bring another uh, female home for you to fuck her, she probably she, fucking she already... that's the Saint Jock on the side. <laughs> I was getting ready to go my, there. My, the big, the big dog, like I was gonna say the same thing, but like she already, if she bring a chick already into into it, she probably that's probably her dip. She probably already fucking the chick, and she she yeah. feeling some type of way, you know. Nah, so she that, fucking another dude on the side. Yeah, she definitely got a side dude. She got a side bitch. Okay. Who you trying to convince, CB? She got you banging a chick, big dog. She banging a chick. I'm yeah, telling she you, she banging a chick and a dude. And <laughs> she trying to bring. So those are two questions, man. Tell tell the truth inside the cave, fellas. Tell the truth. Just tell the truth, man. I'm I'm going. If I'm gonna get in trouble, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in trouble for taking the whole cash register, not a couple of dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the Cave. Are are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. The big, the big, the big sports update on Inside the Cave. All right. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Inside the Cave, insidethecavepodcast.com. We got a special guest, returning guest to Inside the Cave. You can check her out on the Stone Truth Podcast. Is that right, Chris? The Stone Truth Podcast. 
he was the winner of First Take, Your Take, last year. And uh, came, went on there and gave Max Kellerman and Stephen Nade the business. I'm like, damn. I, w- I was so jealous of her. And the other guy, who, I don't know whatever happened to him, but she is the star of that contest. And she's back on Inside the Cave. Welcome, Crystal Stone. That was a hell of an intro. You don't need that kind of intro nowhere else. I didn't know if I was going to pause or, you know, like a standing ovation or something. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't hear it, Crystal, but there's actually a big standing ovation applause in the background right now. It's a funny thing how this podcast thing works. You can't hear it, but the listening audience can. They can hear it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, Crystal is going to come on and give us a real sports update because uh, Sly and Roland did a terrible job last week. So we got a professional, we got to bring a real professional in this week. We're gonna talk about a whole bunch of things. Now, Crystal, you got the email. We play a game on this show, it's called Around the Cave. Now, these guys quit. These guys that you're looking at, they quit. They quit the game because they said it was too hard. That's not Around the Cave. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's called You Got 30 Seconds. I apologize. The game is called You Got 30 Seconds. These guys actually quit. I ain't quit. They they quit. They bitched and complained about it. So I stopped doing it. I'm only going to do it for the guests now. So it's a sports thing. I'm going to test you. It's going to be a quick little warm up before we get into the interview. And then uh, we'll go from there. So are you ready, uh, Miss Crystal Stone? Really? Ready as I can be. Work it out. You got 30 seconds. On Inside the Cave. It's real easy, real easy. Here we go. Here's here's the first one. Uh, Now, you heard about this, right? Uh, Rumors are surrounding uh, the Cowboys, your favorite team, that (laughs) Des Bryant could be out. Uh, You heard about that, right? Yes, I have. All right, cool. You got 30 seconds, Crystal, to name three Cowboy receivers, either from the past or the present, not named Des Bryant. Your clock starts now. It really is a clock. Michael Irving, Miles Austin, Ice Butler, Terrence Williams. Terry Glenn, RIP, Terry Glenn. Hey, you see, Crystal, it's not that hard. Okay. <laughs> these, guys, these guys, these guys complain all the time. All right, here's a, here's the second one. This is like a warm up. All right, here we go. All right. On Tuesday night, Crystal, uh, LeBron James, your favorite player, right? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> now she's a very smart woman. Now she's <laughs> on Tuesday night. LeBron James joined the Thirty Thousand Club. Uh, you heard about that, right? Yes, of course. All right, Crystal, you got 30 seconds to name three players who are in the 30,000 club alongside of LeBron James. <laughs> it's really easy. Dirk Nowinski. Okay, Dirk Nowinski, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Will Chamberlain. I can keep going. Uh-uh. Uh, Malone. <laughs> it's, it's really not that hard. These guys are, uh, I got so many bad words I can say about these guys, but I'm not going to say it because I know you're a professional. I'm not going to do it. All right, his last one, Crystal, before we get into the interview. Uh, okay. Tom Brady is going to the Super Bowl again 
for the seventh time. Uh, you heard about that, right, Crystal? I sure have. All right, cool. Crystal, you got 30 seconds to name three quarterbacks Tom Brady has faced in the Super Bowl. Clock starts now. Uh, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and, ooh, uh, oh, uh, Russell Wilson. There you go. Okay. a girl, Crystal, thanks for playing. Good job. I was most nervous about that because, you know, I didn't know what you were going to ask. I was like, Lord, I don't want to look crazy. So I'm like, great job. Great job. Great job. Did, did, they play, did they play the Seahawks in the Super Bowl? I don't know. Did they? Yeah, yeah they played. Yeah. 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 That's when they uh, threw oh, yeah, that the right. pass instead of giving the ball to Lark Marshawn Lynch. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yes. That was supposed to go to beast mode. Hey, Crystal. Um. Here's the thing, before we get into this, I made a remark on the show, and I know I didn't email you this, but I made a remark on the show. Now you're in the fitness like Sly is, and I made a remark on the show, on our first show of the year, I gave a, <laughs> I gave a kill yourself and start over. It's a segment that we do. And to, to everybody who's starting out the year on the treadmill. Now I seen your workouts, Crystal. Do you agree with me that people who start their workouts walking on a treadmill for hours like you're not doing nothing like you work hard i seen the stuff you do you on you pushing fucking you did the, all that you're doing all that stuff man you sweating and stuff. then you come into the gym you see somebody walking on a treadmill <laughs> like 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 just leave go home all right man, you, walking on treadmill. you gotta start somewhere man that's what they said crystal and <laughs> you do this for a living will you tell people that's walking on a treadmill Reset and start over. Like, what are you? Why are you walking on the treadmill? Like, what are you trying? You're trying to burn off Thanksgiving and Christmas. Just go home. <laughs> walking on the treadmill. Christmas. Okay, so here's the thing. I have to agree with the other guys. It really does depend on what your fitness level was before you walked into the gym. Because if you're talking about somebody who just never worked out, you can't ex expect them to come in and do a hardcore CrossFit endurance workout. You know, they got to start from somewhere. Now, walking for hours and hours, you know, after week two, okay, look, you, you're slacking off. But I don't look at people negatively if they come in and just walk. I mean, they, they, they got to start from somewhere. And those people that are just walking, they could be running, you know, within a month's time. Hey, Crystal. CB thinks that the treadmill should start at speed five. Exactly. Oh, yeah. If you're not gonna start on speed five, don't even don't even get on it. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Now, you know what? A lot of people who had the New Year's or the, yeah the New Year's resolution to the gym January first are a lot of people who just don't work out regularly. So we're talking about. I, I have friends of mine who haven't been to the gym in months. I can't take more than two days off. They haven't been to the gym in months. You think I expect them to come in at 6.5 on the treadmill and then like- you should. Of course you should expect, not. You should expect more out of your friends. That's how and that's how injuries happen. That's how injuries happen. That's a them problem. You shouldn't worry about that. They should have never stopped. You don't want to be worried about it. Yeah. You don't want us worried about it. I'm just saying, I, I, they're, they're wasting time. They're holding up treadmills. Yeah. But let, let, let's not get into that. I'm not trying to argue with you. I really <laughs> I do it's terrible. They're wasting people's time. I could be using their treadmill, all right? But, but, all right, cool. 
the, this is the guy that pays somebody to kick him in the face. So, <laughs> hey, Crystal. Now, last time you were on, we remember we got into that discussion about the WNBA. Do you want to say anything about that, or you want to just leave it alone? No, I think if anything needs to explain themselves, it's you. Um, I'm fine. Um, you know, it is not up to me to talk about yours objectification of women and what you want to see women wear. I have nothing else to say about that. That is all on you. Okay. <laughs> you would like to um, and like to clarify some of your statements, please go ahead. Uh, only thing I want to clarify statements. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to clarify is that I'm glad I don't work for ESPN when I made that comment. That's the only thing I. That's the only thing I'm going to clarify. But uh, other than that, I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, that's pretty much said. Uh, Chris, I do want to get your opinion on this. Now, since you've been on the last time, a lot has changed in the world. Without even getting into everything that's happened, I do want to know uh, how do you feel about what happened with Jamel Hill and Katie Nolan. And just, you know, sports commentators giving their opinions on a lot of the social issues. We've seen some of them get in trouble. Some of them, you know, kind of get put in their place. And, you know, some people, their, co their co-workers backed away from them and all that. Kind Do you want to give opinion, your stance on that? Yeah, you know, what's interesting is because of the very hostile and polarizing political environment, environment that we're in right now, that was bound to happen. Um, President Trump has been such a polarizing figure in politics and social issues, you name it, policies all over across the board, that anyone that comes out and says something negatively or positively about him on a very neutral stage, for example, ESPN is not a liberal station, it's not Fox News or, ES or MSNBC, it's a liberal station, or excuse me, it's a, a neutral station, you're, you're sort of putting yourself out there for controversy because you're shutting off or you're making a statement toward a whole section of society that supports Donald Trump. Um, even though a lot of people agree with what Jamel had to say as far as his reactions to the white nationalist uh, riots that went down and said there's you know, good people on both sides. And, you know, she made her mm -hmm. statement that he was a white supremacist or uh, something, or white nationalist, something along those lines. The problem is that he was voted to be our president. So there is a huge faction of society that it totally disagrees with what you say. And this isn't about Cowboys, Giants, or Yankees, Boston Red Sox. We're talking about politics. And that, from the beginning of this country, politics have been what have divided this country or have brought it together. Um, so it, it's a sticky situation to be in because Jamel Hill is not some um, apolitical, uh, unfeeling person. I mean, she lives in this world, as Katie Nolan as well, and any other commentators that you know we mentioned here. They're people just like us. They're affected by the things that in particular, this president has said in re recent times about uh, people of color, about other countries. They have, we all have opinions. No one's sitting at home saying, I don't have an opinion about that. We all feel a certain way. The problem is that this wasn't done on like, it, it, it is her personal Twitter account, but she has that Twitter account simply because of her, her, um, Job. Her, stage, her stage and her platform with ESPN. So Jamel Hill on Twitter is ESPN, the personality. 
Um, if it was done like maybe on like a personal page, like Jamel Hill's personal thoughts Twitter page, we'd be talking about something different. Um, and I think it is uh, a slippery slope. And it, even for me, it is it is uh, important to find the right balance of what to say and how to say it because I know that, for example, there are a lot of Cowboys fans who probably voted for Trump too, you know what I mean? So I, I have to be careful when I speak to my audience on my podcast or my other platforms that I'm not shutting out a whole section of fans because I disagree with the president and his pol policies. Um, and, and, and yeah, and that, that's the sort of like a slippery slope of, of a really a real balancing act that that people who have the spotlight have to be careful with because you know what they tell you at work you don't talk about politics right a lot of family functions they say all right no politics because it, it is the one thing that can really separate people into two and I mean families have been broken up think um, a good example Amarosa. Yeah. You know, for you know, whatever public, yeah. whatever job she had, whatever she did for the Nothing. White House. Nothing, but go she ahead. She, she says she lost a lot of friends because of her support of Donald Trump. So imagine, you know, you being a sports commentator and you make a comment uh, either for or against the president. You're, it's it's a very emotional thing for a lot of people. So it, it's just finding the right balance, and I think um, the way it played out on the on the public stage was was pretty tough but it was a lesson i think to a lot of people who have those platforms that you gotta be careful because you know the a lot of the country voted him into the white house yep yep i agree you guys got anything on that before i move on to my next question but you know what i would say um cp2 is you know there's all this talk about oh keep politics out of sports but Historically, sports have always been politicized. Always. Because, always, from the beginning of this country, because our country was founded on the principles, unfortunately, of racism, of yep. sexism, of classism, of yep. homophobia, right? So then you throw in sports, people don't just shut off their thoughts and their feelings and how they feel about a certain race. For mm -hmm. example, when Jackie Robinson entered the, uh, the major league, um, people don't turn off how they feel about black athletes, for example, when the black quarterback started to rise in the NFL. It, it, it's always there. And I think the reason why we're seeing such a big problem with it now is because um, there was a good article in the Washington Post that made an argument that sports have historically been conservative. Yeah, so, especially football, yeah. Right, very conservative. So imagine, look at the backlash of all these NFL players that are protesting again because they're coming from a very liberal perspective on things. Right. Um, anytime you throw that in, you know, women getting equal pay in sports, um, women getting their own leagues, like all these marginalized communities having to fight and having to raise their voices, they're fighting against a very conservative foundation in sports. Right. So. Yeah, it's always been politicized. I, it kind of annoys me when people are like, keep politics out of sports. I'm like, well, you guys bring it in. <laughs> it's right, always right. Well, well, you know, the, the interesting thing you said about Jamel Hill was is being careful um, about, you know, her fan base or, you know, her platform on Twitter is basically an extension of EXPN. What upset me the most about that whole ordeal was just looking at Jamel Hill in a bubble, 
right? Because, you know, I don't just do a podcast. I listen to podcasts practically all day. And her and Michael Smith had a podcast that they did basically for free mm -hmm. um, called the OG Podcast. And if people look back in their past or where they rose up from, they wasn't always the six o'clock ESPN people. So when the to be honest with you, no disrespect to anybody affiliated with ESPN, ESPN is dying out. The way we get media nowadays is not conducive to that large brand anymore. So they brought Jamel Hill and Michael Smith on for that very reason. So you can't, out of one side of your neck, put somebody on a platform for who they are and what they speak against and then crucify when they do that. That's where the hypocrisy comes in. And like you said, where people talk about don't bring politics into sports, they're the biggest hypocrites because most people, most of us, we're only offended of something when we fucking don't like it. Right. But when the shit is on our side, oh, it's, you know, politics all day. Uh -huh. but as soon as the, the paying customer was affected, meaning uh, white society, as soon as it was an issue, because politics is the, um, the military. Politics is, believe it or not, breast cancer. I don't, fuck, no disrespect to anybody. I have family that's affected by breast cancer. But do I want breast cancer in my football? Somebody could get mad at that. But as soon as black people want to say, you know what? We want to use our platform to bring attention to some shit that's been going on since slavery. Oh, no, 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 now you got to take that out of, nah, man. Nah. We are the biggest hypocrites. Everybody who walks this earth has hypocrisy in their life one way or another. And that took that took the cake on the biggest stage because just like you said, we, we have always had politics in sports. You know what I mean? When, when, when Tommy Smith and them raised the black fist at the Olympics, when Muhammad Ali lost his belts, like we've always had it. That's what the Olympics is. Olympics ain't shit but politics. Exactly. Hey, Crystal, Crystal, you know we're a loose show. I, I, I do know. I don't want to ruin nobody's future plan. So is 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 everything okay with what we're talking about over here? Oh wanna... yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. What I would say is, I mean, you were saying that ESPN is dying, but I think that a lot of um, sport media um, stations are or networks are sort of making that move toward the digital world the more digital world social media um espn for example they they have a sports center on snapchat they've made all these layoffs over the last year i mean over over maybe 200 300 people um because they have to downsize because they have to funnel a lot more um of their monies to branch out to more digital platforms um, but I absolutely agree with you, and that's a really good point, that it, it can't just fall in the commentator's lap. It also falls on the network's lap of who, you're right, very good point about who Jamel is as a commentator on who she has been in her past on his and hers on the OG podcast. Um, mm -hmm. I think they cussed on the OG podcast. Yeah, they I think what's interesting, <laughs> what's interesting is that the Sports Center, the six was supposed to sort of bring a lot more of one, yes. diversity, mm -hmm. um, 
know, different perspective, a lot of Jamel and Mike, like their personalities. Um, but uh, it, <laughs> you look, you go through Twitter because I follow both of them and uh, I follow, you know, SportsCenter of uh, the Six on Twitter. You look, you read through the Twitter comments and it's a lot of racist white people who just don't like the fact that two black people are leading SportsCenter no and, and, and talking about black issues or talking about social issues. And, they, and that just goes right back to my point. Sports have been, for the most part, very conservative. <laughs> so anytime the liberal perspective is brought in or a spotlight is shined on social issues that affect people of color or marginalized communities, white folks don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, it and, just goes it goes back to the old saying, dance, monkey dance. I pay you to dance, monkey dance. Yeah, that's, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Crystal, I want to get your uh, opinion. This has been something we talked about a lot on this show. Uh, what, just give me your whole, what do you think about the whole Ball family? Lonzo, LaVar, just give me your opinion. <laughs> take a deep breath, take a deep hey. breath. Take a deep breath. So, LaVar Ball, okay. He has irked me from day one. <laughs> uh, like day one, just day day one, hands down, like from the first words he uttered. Remember, remember, how do we get to know the Ball family? Stephen A. Smith and Colin Cowherd. Nope, 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 back it all the way up. A year ago, no one knew the, Bar fam the Ball family. People found out about the Ball family when UCLA was doing well last year. It was January, it was this month. And LeVar Ball started to come out and say, my son is better than Steph Curry. Put Steph Curry on UCLA squad and put my son on um, Golden State squad and see what happens. Um, he, he made the comment about being better than Michael Jordan. He, he sort of, and because of those statements, he got all that media attention. And yes, I think that ESPN did put him on a platform and sort of uh, grew his media attention and grew his, mm. his platform. Um, but what I struggle with is LeVar Ball and that Ball family will only be successful if Lonzo Ball is successful. Yeah. If Lonzo Ball does not ball out, if he is not at some point an all-star, he's not going to be rookie of the year. But if he's not at some point an all-star and a superstar in this league. He won't. Can I ask you a question? Can I, yeah. Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you two questions. Number one is, is the, the first statement you said about um, about what he did, He where he said those, mm -hmm. ridiculous, don't get me wrong, ridiculous statements. My first question is, is there anything wrong with that? That's number one. And number two is, is that why, why is their success tied to Zoe's success as a ball player when the success has always come from LaVar's mouth? So, and, and, here, and here's, the, here's the kicker. This, this is the cherry on top. When you, I'm sure everybody on this, this podcast has heard of the American dream. And it is said that is owning a single family home with a white picket fence, a car, a dog, and three kids and a wife, right? That's the American dream, right? We've been said, we've been told that, but it's a lie. Success is what you deem it to be. So if they ride off in the sunset with his son running out that first contract and him getting ran out the league, 
if they got a check, <laughs> if they cut the check, if they got a bag off of it, because he never opens his mouth. But uh, what's his name? Zoball. Zoball could be standing in your fucking living room and you wouldn't have been able to know who he was. Be honest. So I think that me personally. Let, let, let's let her answer the question, bro. Okay, wanna... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, All right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. your first question. All right. Um, what was wrong with what he said? No, I said, is it wrong? Not oh, what is was it wrong? wrong? Sorry. Yeah. Is, is it wrong, wrong what he said as far as put, put Steph Curry? Uh, he said, my sons would be better than Le uh, uh, LeBron James' son. Th this is the problem. You can't go, you're hoping that your son goes into the NBA and does well. You cannot make enemies of all-stars, proven all-stars, champions uh, from championship teams. You got to give respect to kids. Who said? Who said? I, I'm saying that's the way it ideally should be. So, you know who said it? Ask Patrick Beverly what he thought about Lonzo Ball that game one. Uh, the game one of the regular season where he just yeah. bullied Lonzo Ball simply because of his father, simply because of the things that his father has said. That's why it's wrong because you're 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 writing checks that your son has to cash on the court. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why it's important that Lonzo Ball does well because you're saying, oh, what if he just cashes a check and gets run out of the NBA? No, 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 no. LeVar Ball has made the American public the world promises. He said that all three of his sons would be playing for the Lakers. Anything less than that is a failure. You understand? Anything less than that was a lie. He knew that was a lie when he said it. He knew that was a lie when he said it. Oh no. He said he said all three of my sons would be in the NBA, all three of them would be playing for the Lakers. You See, making Crystal, all, Crystal, he no had all these checks. He said he said my son was gonna go number one in the draft. He said my son is gonna go to the Lakers. So you know what happened? Checks and your sons have to cash in. But where where is LaMelo and um Jello? They all the way over in Lithuania playing for like a hundred people, right? Playing mm -hmm. these games, right, that mean absolutely nothing, uh, and, and and the team that they're on has won four games of the season, they're sitting in last place in their division, he, he's just using all of this for, you know, to build up his brand, I, I get all of that, I respect that, I, I like your hustle, LeVar Ball, but do know that Lonzo Ball has to, has to succeed in the NBA for any you of this. Facts get in the way. <laughs> what happened? I said, you're letting facts get in the way. Nobody's okay. getting... Nobody's you just let your emotions get in the way. No, 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 no. I'm not, let me no no let me tell you this. I, I, I can care less either way. What I'm saying is is that you're hundred percent right. This is what my theory is. Remember, I'm the conspiracy buff, right? Okay, okay. I believe, I believe that he is an evil genius. He knows damn well his son's not gonna last five years in the NBA. And he knew that those boys weren't good enough to make it to the NBA. So that's why he swindled, messed up, did all these things because the plan was never, they never had the talent to really get to the NBA. And the only reason why Zoe was the number two pick is because he swind he literally swindled the Lakers into picking him. He lobbied it. He lobbied it. Do you understand the, the idiocy and the ownership of the Lakers that even put Magic in a paid position? Magic said the word throwed on national TV. He coached for 13 fucking games. You got this dude running the front office of a million dollar fucking franchise? 
he it was specifically done so they could trick him into getting Zoe into the league and getting a bag for five years. This whole thing, we're being duped. We're living in an alternate universe. This is all an evil plan. That he's a he is a bum. B U M. All right, all right. Let me get let me get more of Crystal's opinions on that. Uh, Crystal, uh, what do you think about this? I want to get some uh, more NBA stuff from you. What do you think about this new All Star game? The way they got it set up. Uh, Steph Curry is going to be the captain of the West team, I'm assuming, and LeBron is the captain of the East, and then they're going to, you know, act like they're in the park and pick teams. Number one, they're going to pick teams. Number two, they're not going to do, it's not going to be televised because they don't want the poor millionaire NBA players to get their <laughs> feelings hurt if the one of them is picked last. Are you kidding me? That's Now, that's some I, WNBA stuff right there. First of all, okay, see? Well, see what I'm saying is the WNBA is you tougher than that. Walk into your own mess. Like, I don't got to lead you. No, no, I'm saying the WNBA is tougher than them for that. But let me tell you about, because if anyone's prima donnas, it's the NBA, okay? Yeah. Um, first of all, I am so excited about this format because over the last few years, the actual game itself, the all-star game itself, is pretty boring. I mean, we know the West is going to win by like 200 points. You know, it's... Right. It's the superior conference. Um, so it is going to be exciting to, one, see different players from different conferences playing with each other. And then, two, you got Steph Curry and LeBron James picking teams. And I'm so mad at the N NBA for not televising this. This is television gold. I don't care about your feelings, NBA players. Nobody gives a damn. We want to see the drama because that's what drives the NBA drama outside of any other league and any other sport what drives the nba and what makes it so compelling are the, all the off court or um out of play issues you know the, the issues with the the who was it the clippers and um uh the rockets you know when they like follow the dudes to their locker room and they're yeah, <laughs> like that was the story yeah. of the game like who won that game i can't oh yeah the clippers no one cares about that we want to hear about chris paul knocking on somebody's door trying to get into blake griffin right 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 so, it's the drama. It's the soap opera. That's what makes the NBA so intriguing. That's why the NBA, a lot of people have argued, is why it's starting to take over the NBA, excuse me, the NFL and popularity with the younger demographic because it is so intriguing. And this is such a missed opportunity for the NBA. I wish I could see LeBron James like struggling like this. Kyrie Irving in there's, um, there's Kyrie Irving and let me see who who else <laughs> well, like another like. Right there, like who do you choose? Like do you choose yeah. And they zoom in on his face, and you want to like, what is he gonna do? Um, oh, I'm so mad about that. that they're not uh, televising that. However, um, I am excited about this this matchup, and I think it'd be interesting specifically to see. I want to know is. LeBron James gonna choose Kyrie. That's all. That's all I want. Nah, he ain't gonna choose. I, mean, I want to see. I, I just want to know. I just want to know. Will he do it? Play with him one last time? You know. Um, you know. Bygones be got bygones. Make it a reunion on the court. Uh, other than that, there really isn't much beef around the NBA. Like big beef. Like you know, big beef that everyone knows and everyone can recognize. Um, but I, I'm excited about it. I think the bigger story too of the NBA uh, this particular. Format are the snubs. I mean, every year the snubs. Oh man! 
A lot of right? snubs. A lot yeah, of snubs. Yeah, but you got yeah. uh, CP3, you got Paul George. Oh, yeah. Roman, um, Russell freaking Westbrook was not a starter. I mean, that's a big deal. That's on the fans, though. That's the fans that vote them. That's the fans. You know, it's a popularity contest. I think... Um, yeah, Lonzo but the West Ball, loaded, too, though. Yeah, Lonzo Ball got more votes than Damian Lillard or something like that. It's just... It, it, ah, did he? He got more uh, popular, the, the yeah. fans. The fan exactly. vote. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it's, um, unfortunately, it's a popularity contest. And, and who else said there was a popularity contest? Oh, Andre Drummond, he tweeted that maybe I have to uh, do some backflips after I score points to get more attention. So, um, Andre Drummond on the garbage <laughs> team. I mean. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it, 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 a lot of it does have to do with the team that you're on and how successful your team is doing. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited. What do you think about LeBron James? Now, I got a theory that we will not see Golden State and Cleveland uh, this year. Not because the Cleveland Cavaliers are not good enough. I think that LeBron is setting up his exit to either go to Houston or San Antonio. So it will probably be Golden State versus somebody else. Uh, where do you think LeBron, what do you think is going to happen with uh, your boy? That's your boy. You love him. I'm gonna need you to stop lying to your audience. I hate LeBron James. I hate LeBron James. Please stop lying to your audience. Good uh, job, good job. I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan. We gave LeBron James one of his finals losses. I, I take that a lot of pride. So no, I do not like LeBron James. But um, I, I, I said last year that he was leaving um, Cleveland. No way, he's, he's up for free agency this year. There's no way he's staying. But I'm not too sure that it would be to Houston or San Antonio. He just bought, what, a 28-some-odd million dollar house in L.A.? Yeah, yeah he's going west. He's going all the way I west. Think, I, yeah. I think he's going west. I think that uh, one of the uh, factors that will draw him to the Lakers, for example, it is a young and upcoming team. But then, too, uh, although I think, Cleve, you, you kind of went down on uh, Magic Johnson, but, you know, there is Magic Johnson. Here's a former player who's now, um, you know, a general manager or a uh, president of basketball operations and I think that LeBron James definitely sees himself in the front office leading a team That's and why not go to the Lakers where you can be under his tutelage uh, to eventually become an owner or a manager um, somewhere on, on an executive level uh, so I, I I don't see what him with the Spurs is that back on the no. table considering no. that, they're, that they're hurting now I mean I just don't see him coming to Texas I don't see him coming to the state of Texas yeah, you know, uh, he's gonna go to where some where it's a big market. It definitely, he's gonna, LA. Go, right. he's gonna go to a big market and they don't want to play for pop. That's what that is. He ain't gonna play for pop. Tell him what to do. You can bring pop to LA. A, I think it says a lot that he bought that $28 million house in LA. I think it says a lot that you know he has that no trade clause. So, you know, even if Cleveland wanted to trade him, he's he has to sign off on it. I'm just not sold on Houston. I don't think he's going to go to the state of Texas. I think he would go to L.A. I mean, well, the reason why I brought that up is because um, they just seem to be hurting right now. Uh, Parker just seems to be a shell of himself. And yeah. I think now this would be an opportunity to strike what, wide. What, iron game, what, what team are you watching? The Spurs look damn good. I don't know. What know it, yeah, I just. Yeah. I, well, they, yeah. They, did you guys watch the game Tuesday night, last night? Did you guys watch the game? played Cleveland. Cleveland been playing like crap the past Man, the Spurs game. look Cleveland literally good. has no defense. But, you know, before we could talk about LeBron James and where he's going to go and what he's going to do next season, LeBron James needs to get something done this season because 
what the Cleveland Cavaliers have been going through through the month of January. Every January since LeBron James has been back to Cleveland since 2014, they've gone through this very dramatic January slump. They've had this losing uh losing record in the month of January. There's always drama in the month of January. Um, in 2015, LeBron James had his back injury. He comes back and he gets into some little fight with David Blatt. And, and you know, but they eventually got it together and went to the finals. And who did they get? But who did they get? Who did they get because of that? They ended up getting um, Richard Jefferson, I believe. After, right. Well, okay, fine. That's, that's a good point. Um, the next season though, in 2016, they fired David Blatt in the month of January. Mm -hmm. uh, last year is when... Um, um, no, 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 I apologize. I apologize. That's when they got J.R. Smith and Shumpert that year. The next year they, they went through this, he ended up getting Richard Jefferson and uh, the big... Well, was, that during the, was that during the offseason or during in the middle of the season? That was during a, that was during the season. Phil Jackson made that trade during the season. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Good point. Right. Um, they said it's a conspiracy. They're doing it. It's a conspiracy. But my point, my point, my my big point is that I think that they go through this January slump. It's always a big deal. There's so much drama in the month of January with this team, but they find some way to turn things around, whether it's through a trade or app, you know, or just you know, once the playoffs start, they sort of shift into a different gear right. and they get, they get to the finals. But I just don't think the way that this team is built right now, if they don't make some sort of change. I think they do need to make a trade of some kind. They need to make some sort of acquisition or acquisition uh, to to get over the hump because we're not just talking about Golden State anymore. We're talking about the Boston Celtics. We're talking about the Toronto Raptors, who are above both of them. Toronto both is the team. Miami too. Don't sleep on Miami. The Heat look pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, oh, I have a little message that my internet's not stable, but I think I'm okay now. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, my my problem is, you know, the, this lack of defense on this team. It's pretty hard to watch. It's embarrassing. You got the best player on your squad that, and even with him averaging, you know, 30-some-odd points a game or 27 points a game, they still can't get things done. Exactly. Love is really embarrassing. You know, they had this team meeting on Monday where they all just sat around and <laughs> picked and on Kevin, Kevin Love. Love for every damn thing. <laughs> Blame Kevin you, Love for everything. Did you see, did you see, uh, and it's Isaiah Thomas that's stirring the pot on this. Did you see Kevin mm -hmm. Love got knocked to the ground and nobody even helped him to? Yeah, uh, not, uh, not only did, not only did J.R. Smith walk away, but Jay Crowder stepped over him. Walked <laughs> over him like Iverson did Tyron Luke. <laughs> like, wow. love. That was Kyrie so, But you know what? So so this is my problem with LeBron James, right? So we give LeBron James all the credit for this team, right? We 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 kid and we say that he's the owner, he's the general manager, he's the coach, you know, he's running things. But look at your squad, bro. Like look at your look at your team. Like yeah. there's, there's these bums. They don't they don't get along in the locker room. There's this old guard versus the new guard, like it's a, a scene out of the Game of Thrones. Like what the hell is going on in Cleveland, right? King is like sitting up there with his scepter, like with all this division in his team, right? So when Tyron Lu, um, you know, there's a rumors that he might get fired and LeBron James asked about it and he said, you know, well, I don't know what's going on with this team. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm just focusing on, you know, getting myself ready and getting my guys ready. 
bro, what? Like, <laughs> what vote of confidence is that for your your head coach? Of course, you know what's going on with this team. You run this team. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, so anything that's happening, I'm sorry, but anything that's happening in that locker room is all LeBron. They watching it. They acting like they don't see Kevin Love on the ground. That's because of LeBron. Thank you. And I think that everything that is wrong with this team, defensively, you know, the slump that they've been in, they're 10 of, what was it, 10 of 13 um, in the month of January right now. And and it's been a complete shift, right? In November, they lost just three games the entire month. This month, they've lost 10 already. Uh, I think a lot of that, if we want to give LeBron James all this credit for being able to make all the guys around him better, right? That's sort of his reputation. Then we we also have to give him a lot of criticism for what's going on wrong in Cleveland. He's untouchable. They, nobody criticizes him. Oh, hey, no. Crystal, before we get into this f- football, I got I to gotta tell you this. I went to a uh, – my daughter did um, pom-poms last night. So I went to a high school basketball game. I haven't been to a high school and I don't know when. And I kid you not, and, and I'm a fan of the Golden State Warriors, but they have completely destroyed basketball now. Now, don't get me wrong. I've seen some kids. I saw some kids last night that have way more talent than 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 us growing up. And I mean, everybody can dribble. I mean, that was good. I was like, oh, the first half, I was so impressed. Everybody can dribble, and everyone is shooting the three. This was the uh, the JV game. Everyone's shooting the three at a nice percentage. The problem is they're all copying the Golden State Warriors offense but they're not playing any defense and they're not even using their IQ. I seen a guy go for a fast break. The best guy on the team went for a fast break. He had the lane. He was bigger and stronger, quicker than the guy. It was one-on-one. The other, the trailer came from behind and he jumped in the air, turned around and passed the ball to the three-point shooter. And he had a wide open layup where he was going to get fouled or make the shot. And he passed it to a three-point shooter. And the guy missed it, of course. But even if he would have made it, it's I don't care about this new system. That was the not the right way to play basketball. And I blame the Golden State Warriors. Do you see this kind of do you see this as a trend now that this is the way everyone's shooting threes now? Just shooting for no reason. No one worked that ball in the post. No one got easy buckets. They're all shooting contested threes. Do you do you see that? Uh, I totally disagree with you that it's, uh, you can put mm. it all. I disagree. Hold, uh, 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 I see your face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I disagree with is putting the blame all on the Golden State Warriors for this. This has been the trend in the NBA for several years. It's going, to small, it's going to small ball. Why do you think LeBron James worked on his three-point shot? It's, it's going to three. Dirk Nowinski, if anyone made that popular, look at Dirk Nowinski, a big guy, right? Seven-footer shooting threes, shooting, shooting jumpers. That's just sort of been the trend of the NBA over a long time, especially because I think another thing that you're leaving out, the NBA has become a lot less physical, right? right. There isn't a lot of driving to the lane, right? Because you're going to get called for a foul. You know, it's just a lot less physical. A lot of guys want to avoid all of that collision, um, and they're shooting a lot more threes. And guess what? Three points is more than two. So if you're trying to beat a team, <laughs> I don't know if you do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why you're seeing kids or even these younger players working on their three-point shots. And, and 
and improving that aspect of their game uh, more so this these days. So I don't think you can just blame that on Golden State. Yeah, they sort of made that popular. They made the small ball popular, but that's been a trend um, going in that direction for a long time. All right. Two more than three, CB. Right that down. I, I get it now. Thanks, thanks for the uh, math lesson. Two. Three is more than no, two. No, three is more than two. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for the math. All right. Listen to Inside the Cave now on iHeartRadio for more thought-provoking ignorance. Listen to the Cleese Report with Ro now on iTunes. I'm going to let you go ahead. None of us really. I actually like the Cowboys, but I don't think the rest of these guys care. Tell me what's going on with the Cowboys. I'll let you just break it down the way Crystal Stone breaks it down. What's going on? Well, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've had to sit back and reflect on the season and ask myself. (laughs) (laughs) Let me have my moment. I've been going through a lot this I'm a, season. I'm going to cue the harps on this one. I'm going to cue the harps. Well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you got some violins. Yeah, yeah I got it. <laughs> but, you know, this season, I, this season crumbled in a way that no one expected. And what I mean by that is this Cowboys offense, going into the season, I think everyone believed that the offense was just going to pick up where it left off. Dak Prescott, um, Ezekiel Elliott, Des Bryant, that offensive line it was going to pick up where it went, where it left off, and, and roll on all cylinders. And that the defense wasn't that great last year; it was pretty much going to be the same this year. I don't think anyone saw this coming. This train wreck that happened to not the defense, but the offense. Now, quietly, the defense finished eighth in the season, eighth total defense for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, it was a, it was a defense that improved throughout the season but the offense yes we had that hit with Ezekiel Elliott being suspended but I don't think that was the the nexus of the issue I think it was the offensive line with Tyron Smith getting injured with changes to the offensive line in general uh, Ron Leary going over to the Denver Broncos uh, Doug Free retiring Lyle Collin having to move from the guard to the uh, right tackle all those changes along that offensive line proved detrimental to the Dallas Cowboys' success. What was the strength of the Dallas Cowboys for the last few years, that offensive line, ended up being one of the biggest weaknesses. So, unfortunately, you know, we had to see that 9-7 to season. We had to see that one game where Dak Prescott got sacked eight times against the Atlanta Falcons. A lot of that having to do with um, left tackle Tyron Smith's injury. And a lot of that having to do with the coaching staff not making the changes that it needed to make during the game um, to avoid even more sacks. And I think that that game in particular started the downfall of Dak Prescott's confidence. Can you imagine getting sacked eight times and (laughs) being confident to go back out there again and throw the ball and think you're not going to get knocked the hell out? So um, it, it was so many things that you can, so many fingers that you could point. You know, you brought up Des Bryant possibly uh, being cut for the team, which are traded, which is not going to happen. Jerry Jones, the one thing about Jerry Jones is that he is loyal to the players that he loves. He loves Des Bryant. He's not going to get rid of Des Bryant. They're going to work that out. 
And I think more proof to that is in a recent interview earlier this month, Des Bryant said that he was going to sit down and talk with Jerry Jones, Jason Garrett, and the coaching staff about his concerns about the offensive scheme and the play callings going into next season. Mention what, listen to what I just said. He said he's going to talk to Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jerry Jones is the owner, general manager. You sitting down with the owner to talk about your grievances with, you know, the offensive schemes of the team. So now I'm going to tell you something. I did hear, I did hear Jerry Jones threw Daz a vote of confidence, but he dropped it. What do you mean by that? <laughs> he can't catch. Oh, that's a joke. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was, it was a joke. <laughs> Crystal, I do, yeah, I do want to okay. ask you this though, because the way you broke down the Cowboys, a, a plus. I want to ask you what you thought about Cam Newton's response, because you are a female or a woman or however, I don't know what's the correct term anymore, but you are a woman. But what do you think about Cam Newton's response to that woman reporter? Because to me, you're A plus, I have you on. I'm like, I'm learning something. So how do you think, what do you think the way Cam Newton responded to that uh, woman reporter? I, I forget exactly what happened. It was, I remember what he said. Yeah, it was, he was, yeah, he was in lot. He was in uh, a press conference. It was a Carolina, Carolina's reporter, female, and she asked him about the route running of Devin Funches, and um, you know, was he impressed with his route running or something? And and Cam Newton like smirked and he said, "Oh, you know, you know, I always think it's funny to hear uh, a female uh, talk about routes." And like to me, there was just no place to say that. Like there was no reason to say that. You can't tell me, Cam Newton, the amount of years that you played at Auburn, the amount of years that you've been playing in the NFL, which I think is seven, you haven't been around female reporters, commentators, women in the league, or uh, women around the league who know what the hell they're talking about. And if you are surprised, then what's the point of saying that out loud? What, how does that add to the conversation? First of all, how does that even answer her question? Because it was a legitimate question. Um, so I, it, it, it's sort of like, it brought up a lot of the issues that are already present and that a lot of women do have to face in the sports media world, you know, dealing with do sexism. You think, do you think that he just could have been really shocked that, I don't think he was shocked. Did, did you hear what I just said, CP? Oh, no, I'm just he saying. Played, he, play, he was a star player at Auburn. He's been a star in the NFL for seven years. You mean to tell me he is shocked to hear a female reporter ask him a football question? Well, it wasn't just a oh, football question. I think he was rookie. If he was a rookie, I think a lot of people would have given him a pass. Oh, he's a rookie. He's new. Da, 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 da. This is a new uh, you know, space. New. He's been in the league for seven years. He's been a star in the NFL for seven years. You can't tell me. You know what I mean? At this point, you... I think Cam he was has the, Cam has the LeBron James syndrome, whereas he gets a lot of passes. To be honest with you, Cam really's not that bright. He, oh, he's he might not have he might not have knew the answer. That's he's why he said that shit. He's dumb. <laughs> he's dumb as a rare point. Like, I know what I think happened. Like, I think that was his his nervousness. Cause she I fucking think it was his nervousness. That question. Cause he don't know what fucking routes they running. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that he said it and then he paused because he was like, Oh, did I just say that? Yeah. 
said, because he don't know the fucking route Shumper was running. He like, man, go down to the Buick and, and turn around. I'll throw you the fucking ball. <laughs> go down to like, the Buick. <laughs> no, you know what? You know, you brought up Magic Johnson and how he said throwed on national TV. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> if you've listened to uh, the Bomani Jones show that is no longer on the radio, but- uh, yeah, what happened to that? Uh, he, he's getting his own TV show with- uh, oh. Yeah, so that they had to end the radio show. But he um, he had this running list throughout, you know, for years of all the dumb things that Cam Newton has said, like the, his misuse of words. Like, yeah. is, he, he's just known for saying stupid things. Right. So it was one of those stupid things, but it... Um, he's a male model that plays football. He's not very smart. <laughs> He runs the spread option and he doesn't even do that well anymore. Oh. I'm like, I'm just keeping it hundred. I like uh. black quarterbacks, all of that. Cam dumbed in a motherfucker. Like he's not really reading. He's not, they don't give him a whole lot. Like, come on, sister. Like you know some sports. You know, okay, can I tell you something, y'all? I used to have the biggest crush on Cam Newton. I used I'm, when he first came into the league. Oh my God, he's so cute. Oh my God. Well, when I heard him talk, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> my, my wife says stuff like that. Like, oh, I used to tell dude, if they opened their mouth, they was done. <laughs> yeah, they did. Girl, did you, did, did he just open his mouth? Like, what is All he right. talking Thanks, thanks, Rolla. Thanks, Rolla, for turning this into Cat's Corner. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Crystal, Crystal. Because I can run my mouth, I know what to say. Crystal. Crystal, uh, we had, we had you on for a while. I got to get your Super Bowl picks real quick. Oh yeah, okay. Right. It sure as hell ain't Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> or Dallas. It ain't Dallas neither. It ain't Dallas neither. <laughs> it ain't Pittsburgh. Okay, so I, whoever said it ain't Dallas neither, I'm gonna need you to chill. Like that was. <laughs> that, was that, that was me. That was sly. That was sly. The truth ain't no rumor, Crystal. The truth ain't no rumor. Completely <laughs> unnecessary though. There are like 30 other teams in the NFL who are not in the. Super Bowl, so uh, you know. We only talking about Dallas right now. We only talk about Dallas. <laughs> uh, so my, my, I have to, I have to be honest with you guys. Um, I was devastated on Sunday. I mean, like devastated. I had to talk myself into being okay because this, to me, is the nightmare Super Bowl. To me, it's the Super Bowl of my nightmares. Yeah. I hate. I hate the Patriots, right? I hate the Patriots. Right. A lot of people hate the Patriots. I hate, I hate the Patriots. I feel you, Crystal. But let me tell y'all, I really really hate the Eagles. <laughs> no I mean, doubt. Like, all, I, I abhor the Eagles. So I was even okay with Tom Brady making his seventh Super Bowl and, you know, uh, um, I don't know, the, the Vikings or another team, make, as long as the Eagles didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Google Eagles fans, okay? That will tell you everything you need to know about the city of Philadelphia, about Ooh. The lack of class in that city. Those <laughs> are freaking crazy. They are disgusting. They are the bottom rung of this society. They are the scum of the earth. Whoa. I do not. They, had a court, they got a courtroom in the in the stadium. <laughs> they had a jail at the basement of their stadium. You understand? Yeah, that tells you a lot. This, this is the Philadelphia Eagles fan base. Do you understand why they have not won a Super Bowl? Look at their freaking fans. They don't deserve it. They wouldn't know what to do with it. Don't so burn their city down. They 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 had to don't put Crisco on their light poles. They, they had to put Crisco on their light poles. So to answer your Go question, ahead. it's not. It, this 
this to me, even as a commentator or a sports media personality, you know, trying to be biased or unbiased, it's impossible. Like, I just can't do it. I just, I won't do it. Um, so it's not now like, you know, I'm now. I can go through the numbers. I can go, yeah, in New England, they have the number five ranked defense. You know, this, uh, you know, you got Nick Foles who, who threw for 352 yards there. They went 10 for 14 on third down last week against the Vikings. I can go, I can go through all that, but no, I don't give a damn. I do not want to see the Philadelphia Eagles win a freaking Super Bowl. I'd rather Tom Brady wow. and the Patriots win the next five Super Bowls. I'd rather Tom Brady be the oldest Super Bowl winning quarterback <laughs> for like the next 10 years. He could be 60 years old winning a Super Bowl. I wouldn't give a damn. As long as the Philadelphia Eagles never win a Super Bowl. When you Google Eagles Super Bowl, it says the Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I want that engraved in stone. I never <laughs> Now you know the Eagles gonna win the Super Bowl now. Just no, they no, they win. absolutely will not. They gonna Let's win. Keep it real though. Keep to keep it real. Uh, <laughs> I think what's I think. Listen, we've seen the greatness of Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and these New England Patriots. We've seen the experience that this team has had on this level. The Eagles, this particular squad, obviously with backup quarterback Nick Foles, they don't have that experience. Um, and I think more so than any other team in the league. Bill Belichick has this wonderful ability to make those halftime adjustments. Um, so I think that's going to be something to watch in this Super Bowl. And I think that's going to be a major factor. Um, Tom Brady, even though he's playing against one of the best super defenses in the league, he actually played some of his best football against the best defenses in the league. I mean, he shredded that number one defense in the Jaguars just last week. Um, and the, the the Eagles defense isn't as good as the Jaguars defense. So imagine what he's going to do with this team. More importantly, the Philadelphia Eagles are ranked 17th against the pass. What do you think Tom Brady's going to do? He's going to find Gronk if he, whether or not Gronk plays, I don't think is a factor because he has Amendola. He has, um, uh, he has Edelman. Uh, does he have Edelman? Um, he has- um, no, Edelman's uh, out. Sorry, he has Brandon Cooks. So he has other receivers that he can get to and he can shred anybody's secondary. Don't feel bad. You don't need to know their names because they mamas don't know them. They so unknown. <laughs> he's going to throw it to somebody that can catch. That's all they got to worry about. And look at that. And that's the greatness of the, the Patriots, right? That Tom Brady can make stars in anybody. And from a, you know, very, okay, intellectual perspective, I'll just be honest and say, I just don't see the Eagles winning this. But from a very emotional standpoint and for my own psyche, the Eagles, Cannot win. <laughs> they gonna win it. They not gonna. As soon as they win, I'm gonna send you a Go Eagles uh message. No, so there's no if they win. There's no if. Yeah. I don't think you guys understand. Fly they Eagles cannot fly. win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Her name is Crystal Stone. She's the host of the Stone Truth podcast on iTunes and Google Play, and she was a guest on Inside the Cave again and brought it. And once again, she's a fan. Let's give a quick wrap up, real quick. She's a fan of LeBron James. Oh my God. She's a fan of Cam Newton. And she is uh, a, a huge Eagles fan. She thinks she's <laughs> uh, the Super lies, Bowl. Lies. <laughs> Crystal, you got anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Um, the, uh, you know, watch out for me on Instagram and Twitter at crystalstone underscore. That's crystal with an H. There's some big news coming down the pipe. You will be hearing me and seeing me um, pretty often, pretty soon. Um, can't 
divulge those details just yet, but um, you'll be hearing me for sure very soon on a national platform. And um, yeah, follow me please on Twitter and let me know, leave your comments. Like, let me know what you think at crystalstone underscore. Cause I will say this crystal, uh, your face in the words of Martin belongs on the tizzoob. Remember Martin said that? I wish they brought Martin back, man. I miss that show. Hey, uh, and Crystal, by the way, since why you got your podcast going, if you ever need somebody to come on there and give a hot take, uh, I can make time for you. I can make time. Yes, be happy I, I would love you to come on. I had to put it down for a few weeks because I got really sick over the holidays, um, but I'm back to my weekly schedule, so I would love to have you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I will, if you come on my podcast, our first topic will be sexism in America because I know you can speak very well about that. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I would love it. You can invite the whole cave to your podcast. Chris, you got some good. Yeah, we all coming. One come, we all coming. <laughs> you get us all. You getting us all. You getting a six pack. Hey, hey, Crystal, Crystal, we do got one more segment. If you if you got time, you can welcome yeah, the sure, sure. Hey, Joe Beck. Crystal Instagram, man. She got some guns. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, her workout, out. her workout is for real. That's why I'm trying to tell these people, stop walking on the treadmill, man. Like, <laughs> oh, come on, one day at a time, they'll get no. there. No, no, no. Hey, this is my favorite part of the show, Crystal. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Oh, Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K podcast. Tell them something, yo! When inside the game. Okay, uh, now the headline reads, newborn has father's asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Acknowledging that the resemblance was quite striking, a grandmother, Dorothy Hanson, told reporters after her um, grandchild was born that Dylan, the newborn uh, baby boy, Definitely had his father's Jack's asshole. <laughs> oh my goodness, you certainly are the splitting image of your daddy while changing the baby's diaper. <laughs> Taking little buttons identical to his father's. <laughs> he even scrunched it up the same way his dad did. Exact <laughs> shape. The brown pink. She says, like I'm looking at Jack. <laughs> we also said, despite the father and son having indistinguishable assholes, she had no idea where the baby's penis came from. <laughs> oh. oh, you did. You did it again. Oh. I don't know where he finds these stories at, Crystal, but he... <laughs> He's been doing it for three years. He finds the best stories on the internet and brings it. So. That's so Arizona too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, what do you type in the search bar to find shit like that? <laughs> uh, oh, man. That, you got a sponsor uh, this week? That's another intriguing tale of the dirt sheets. Actually, I do got a, um, what'd you call that? Sponsor. A sponsor, as soon as I find it. Let's see here, where we at? This one going out to my boy Marcus Hemfield. He came out and fixed my uh my furnace for me. Mm. So it's called uh H-E-M-P Hemp. Heating the air conditioning and cooling. 
Oh, you got a real sponsor this week. Yeah, it's a real one. Since oh. 2006, they're available 24 hours a day for all your HVAC and appliance needs. Let so me get... Let me get this right. So somebody comes to your house and does some personal work, and then all of a sudden, that, that makes them qualify to run an ad on our show? <laughs> this guy, yeah. And let me guess, no one else gets anything off of that but you. What you mean? You only want benefit from it. Well, well you got something that's broke, yeah, come fix it. Yeah, no, TB, we all benefited from it because Joe throwing a Super Bowl party, he just don't know it yet. And we're going to use that. <laughs> yeah, I come to my house, I have all my white niggas outside with that Walmart outfit on. All right. That was the Dirt Sheets with uh, Joe Dirt. The Dirt Sheets by Joe Dirt. Dirt. Once again, we want to thank Crystal Stone for coming on, the host of the Stone Truth Podcast. Once again, for coming on, Crystal, give everybody your social media uh, once once again. So it's at Crystal Stone underscore. That's Crystal with an H. You can find the Stone Truth Podcast on iTunes and at crystalstone.com slash the Stone Truth. Sweet. You know what I'm going to be thinking about? My lasting thoughts. You know, we had a great. We had a great episode. We covered a lot of topics. You know, I could be thinking about politics and sports. I could be thinking about, you know, Trump inserting himself into the NFL. I could be thinking about the NBA All-Star Game and the upcoming Super Bowl. But, you know, one thing I can't get off my mind. What's that? How, Here come. How, how, have we ever sat around and thought, how recognizable are our buttholes? Ponder that before you go to bed. How many people have seen it and seen it enough times that they will recognize it? <laughs> I, got a, I, got a, I got a crazy add on for that. Oh, bro. Actually, no, dead serious. I'm not lying to you. I actually seen them. You can get chocolate made. From the imprint, I'm dead ass serious. Roland, did you say you're dead ass serious? Oh, oh, almond nut ass. Ain't that some shit? All right, guys, shopcavecrushshop.com. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, go to InsideTheCavePodcast.com as well. If, if nobody got anything else, we'll catch y'all ass next week on Inside the Cave. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.